The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome back to the Next of Kin podcast. I'm your host, Rich, joined by my son, Christian, and special guest, Matt Johnson. Thanks for joining us. Dude, thanks for having me, guys. How the yeah, heck are you? Oh, good. This was a while, and we've been talking about getting you on for a while. We see you all the time, but we... I know. I know. <laughs> so... Their schedules never match up when it comes to recording. No, it's, it's been kind of crazy. It's wild, but it's been... I mean, it's been a long time. It's... But, for those of you that don't know Matt, Matt, yeah. tell them about some of your podcasts. Oh, Jesus. I don't know if we have enough time for it. Um, no, <laughs> I have a highlights. ton. I have a ton. Uh, <laughs> Two-Point Conversation is my pride and joy when it comes to podcasting. Uh, five days a week currently, every single week right now. Uh, we're six. You know, we're, we're probably going to be doing seven uh, next next football season, so I'm excited for that. Uh, panel discussion, which is on a little bit of a hiatus right now for scheduling stuff, but uh, the other ones that are currently active, uh, Retro Pop, Crafting and Drafting, and uh, Eat Sleep List starts back up in March, which you two will be on. We have a fun little yes. top 10 list to, uh, to to get together on. Yeah. So thanks for coming on. Um, again, we're a little bit light with this episode because I was in the most magical place on earth last week. So jealous with my yeah, with we my media students, store, but you were in Florida, though. I was in Florida <laughs> and it was 80 degrees oh. and you were shoveling for me, Christian, oh, while I was yeah. away. That wasn't shuffling. So, so um, Damn, yeah, no, Zach right under the bus. <laughs> yeah, he did a little bit, actually. Now that yeah, about, but um, I did most. Of it. No, I got to go and ride the resistance and uh, this the smugglers run. So that was the the. Uh, the Star Wars land is just friggin' amazing. So uh, was it? I mean, is it everything it was cracked up to be? In your opinion? Yes. Okay. Yes, I think it's um, you Disney shit. It's completely you're completely immersed in Batu or whatever they call it, and it's like so like you know how there's when you go to a like a amusement park there's like a stand that sells Coke. Yes. So it's a Coke stand, but it's modern looking. It's a, it looks like a speeder. Oh, and, so cool. and Coke is written in a Sours language and there's a droid and the droid works. <laughs> the droid actually moves. It's like a red droid and its head is moving. Uh, there's a stand where you can buy the blue milk. Oh, uh, you can buy the blue milk with rum or without. Uh, <laughs> it's like and then, of course, more importantly, the Millennium Falcons there. So you walk around the corner and then you it's kind of like. In Star Wars for the first time you walk around and there's that dramatic music and you see, you know, what a piece of junk. And it's like that, except I was like with the kids that I took on the trip. But guys, it's, it's, it's the William Falcon. It's funny. <laughs> it like, Listen, I brought you guys here. All right. You got to let me have this moment. You got to yeah, let they, me have they, this moment. <laughs> we were all kind of geeking out a little bit. So that was pretty exciting. So. <laughs> 
But uh, uh, while I was away, uh, Christian texted me. He's like, did you see the latest episode of Boba Fett? Yeah, this is the week you had to go away. And, and this is the week I had to go away. So um, I ended up watching, I think, Thursday night at about Thursday, 1 o'clock yeah. in the morning when I finally got back from the park. I've seen it about four or five times before you watched it <laughs> once. So. Uh, but then we watched it together again when uh, when I got back. But let's let's just let's dive into Boba Fett episode six with 85% less Boba Fett. And uh, he's, he's just doing what he did in the original trilogy, all right? He only had six lines. He's got six and, lines. And that's what he wanted for the this, this show as well, right? Right. The way it should be, right? That's the way it should, <laughs> it be. should be. I know you guys yeah, he, have been. Hey, he's in this yeah. one. Come he, on. He's in this episode and he doesn't even speak. He, he just looks some good around. facial expressions. He lets Fanic Shea do all the talking. Well, that's what they said is that tomorrow Morrison's like handed off a ton of his lines in the, in the show because he's like, I'm Boba Fett. I shouldn't be talking this much. He's like, Which, yeah, but it's just right. Yeah, I don't know. He's right Which to it. He's right, though. He is right. So. It's, it's been tough. I mean, have you get take these last two episodes out? Have you guys been really fond of you guys were probably pretty fond of the show, right? Uh, I was fond of it. Yeah, I was fond of well, I'm very fond of the last of this episode and the episode oh, without before. A doubt. Um, otherwise, like I thought what they were doing in the first four was cool. Episode two, I think, was the standout um, of the actual like Boba. F- like the first four episodes were like the actual Boba Fett series. Right. And then like the last two have just kind of been like Mandalorian 2.5. Yes, but definitely. I don't know what the final will be. Probably like a half and half. I would have guessed. At this I mean, obviously, we discussed this, Matt, in one of our previous podcasts that the storytelling is a little all over the place. Yeah. Um, but that's a Rodriguez thing. Jumping around back and forth. I didn't dislike it. Um, well, that's the only negative I would say is yeah. that, like for the, for the for this episode, episode six, is that just in terms of like this series as like an overall like coherent narrative, like right. that has been like fully like taken out back shot in the back of the head multiple <laughs> times, and like and that and that's the series. But in terms of like showing us cool stuff that people want to see, like I don't think anyone's complaining because people would rather see what they showed us in this episode anyway. Right. Like it's more of towards the main story. Right. So in this episode, obviously what I like about this episode, and I don't know what I like you guys to chime in with this in my thought, this episode Spoilers, ties in to everything star Wars. It, it obviously makes references to the original trilogy. Yes. There's a ton of references to the prequels. And then there's a ton of uh, uh, everything Clone Wars. Yeah. And every, it really ties together the movies, both obviously it takes place before this the other like trilogy the so it every- wouldn't tie into seven eight or nine because it takes place before that this feels like the first time that everything is merged like all and, the different properties and it's refreshing sequels but who cares about those it, yes, it I, honestly feels go good because i mean for I, I grew up with the prequel trilogy that was that was that was my trilogy of course i knew the original but for the longest time it was like ooh prequel trilogy Let's just honor the let's honor the original trilogy as most we can. So when you get to hear these references that have been coming out, like you know, and seeing well, some of the things, the, which we're think talk of the about. three of us. Nice. I grew up on the original trilogy. Yeah. Matt, you grow up with the prequels, and Christian, in many ways, I grew you grew up, up with, with Clone Wars. Like, uh, I grew up with the. I would say you that, were very little when well, Clone Wars counts as prequels. I would right. say, but uh, but I would say like a lot of the stuff I got because I would the video games were very like prequel centric. Okay, yeah. and uh. But also, like, I saw the, the original trilogy before I ever saw the prequels. So, if anything, I grew up on the original trilogy because it's just the way that you showed it to me. And I True. watched that more than I watched the That prequels. does help. But it's, like, as far as, like, when, but in terms of, like, the toys hype. that I had, like, just because of the yeah. time it was, like, a yeah. lot of the toys were prequel era toys. A lot That's, of, like, the shows and video games were prequel era stuff. So, yeah. and then, like, Clone Wars was when I was, like, 
maybe a little bit older as well. Right. Was like, the but I think Star when Wars like I, I was a, I a was time. a late, you know, I was like ten when the first one came out, so I was in high school when the last one came out and that's kind of like for you when you really kind of dived into the mythology of what star wars is yeah. you were doing it during clone wars so i, I was doing I think it i even said this you to know, you uh to like the actually given like credit and nostalgia for like uh the prequels i said for like episode five for like the mandalorian episode basically right uh that, like that was like the first time that they had done like very subtle uh like nostalgia for like for like the prequels i think for like episode one with like the whole like uh the nabu starfighter and the right. whole pod racer like exactly that which they had done they've done that type of nostalgia for star wars and that type of like throwback right. for like the for like the original trilogy so many times but that was the first time it was ever done like for like the prequels yes yeah. no i really think this is a really really good point that was the first time we really got a solid piece it was of like it. got the appreciation so, that it deserved. right because nabu has ahead, basically man. been irrelevant since you know po- post prequel trilogy yeah. aside from the comic books there's a couple good vader comic books where they uh where he goes back to nabu and this is part yeah. of my group oh, yeah, there's some like aside the, from the point in the literature and in like some of the like the clone war stuff there's some good uh uh, throwbacks to like the prequels right. and good like uh, I don't know the best word to describe but like I don't know callbacks to it but like this is the first time in like the main stuff that they're putting out that it's got right yeah. oh, agreed it, and it's, so so, this it's is, important yeah, it's important that they, they you know they, they keep doing this that that the Star Wars universe doesn't seem so separate and disconnected mm-hmm. because right there's 20 years there's 20 years time gaps in between each trilogy yeah this right. is the most interconnected the more you can yes the more you can interconnect it the better i get excited when there's the, when mm-hmm. each of them reference each other i really do mm-hmm. it's uh well there was yeah. i mean let's talk about a few of those moments um you guys they, they you know i'm talking to, to christian and zach from the zach's weird podcast little plug in there <laughs> and uh and they're you're both sending me messages you know separately and together you know, and you're like, I cried. Like I, <laughs> like it was emotional. And, you know, it just starts off with, you know, the first thing you see is, you know, that little R2 antenna come up. And well, that's even after like the cold know, open as well. Yeah. The like cold open in itself is the return of like Cobb Vance. It's like Cobb Vance is like, oh, yeah. Let's start, which start like, I know that. that's not like the big, the big chunk from this episode. And that's like a smaller thing. But like Timothy Oliphant really kills the, like this character. Oh, yeah. Because it's basically just like they took it's a, this character from Justified. In yeah, space. yeah it's, it's just he's like a literal Western like yeah. Sheriff Marshall. He's got a freaking star for him. in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, he's a really cool original character. It. Yeah. yeah, no, no, I, I think that's a great way. Like you, you said that actually. It's funny you said original character because you brought that up before we left the house. That like this concept of the original characters they're creating for us. Yeah, they're well, he's a they're the char- best characters. Also, he's a random character that was in like like I don't know like in between uh, chapters like uh, I, I forget prelude chapters. I don't know what they're called uh, in like the one a series of books at the aftermath novels he's just a random character so from wait a second like, so that, that character already existed in yeah, canon he was a character that already existed i didn't and, even know and that. he was a very obscure just like he was in like he wasn't a main character in this novel these novels at all he was just in these like occasional like off the off track uh <laughs> like chapters that would just kind of like fill in this is fill the in difference what was going Go on ahead, man. i don't know you look like you wanted to say something I'm sorry. no 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 i was just saying i i'm i, I did not know that i thought he was it, They've done like they've done a really good job of introducing a lot of original characters, seemingly original characters in the series. But I didn't know Cobb Vanth was was previously mentioned. Yeah, most in, people uh, don't. Literature. And they, I don't cool. think they've they haven't mentioned it like in the show and like the after credits. And the, the author was a little 
uh, perturbed about it actually <laughs> recently uh, that they haven't like given him a shout out given a shout out or, or whatever. Well, <laughs> and I think the difference is we talked about this the other day, just around when I got back from my trip, that it's interesting when you think of like the JJ verse in Star Trek, he watched all the episodes, you watched all the movies and he made a Star Trek movie, but he didn't really truly understand Star Trek. Then he got the job to do Star Wars. And in many ways, he almost did the same thing. I'm not, obviously we don't want to get into that whole debate, yeah. but he, he watched it and he kind of knew it where Dave Filoni, like this, like he, he's us. I think you've, you've brought this to a really he's, good place. I was this, this, this episode of Star Wars feels like so there's stuff in this in this episode that should have been in movies yes. or like feels like in our minds should have been in like movies. And there's stuff in this episode that like we've never even thought or like dreamed or let like Disney or like Lucasfilm ever would have even. We like, never thought this was going to happen. They do them the secret right. movies. Like right. we never had any idea of like that they were going to do anything like revolutionary or like out of left field. We thought they were. Right. They, and now we have what the sequels are, which is basically just like pretty run of the mill not great like pretty blockbustery type sci-fi right. movies now yeah and that's kind of all yeah. they are like without a lot of personality they have so much less personality than even the prequels and obviously right. a lot less than the originals so even I, spice. but this, yeah. but like this even just the concept feels of like spice personal. we've heard this concept of spice for years and years and years and years but we've never seen it I mean, on they showed film. it like the first we time we finally ever, showed yeah. it like i mean i'm live, assuming live at some point at in clone yeah. wars it's referenced do we ever see it i'm sure it's they expand this is the first time it's ever been seen a live what it is in the in the animation and in the books yeah but they never actually we never saw it it looks super a lot like the dune spice basically right so oh, yeah, which is like which, it, yeah. it, that's what it's inspired by yeah, so. exactly it's not like it was completely um yeah but well, yeah also but believe it but that cop vance character like timothy oliphant like is it just kills it and like his little friend that also from who was also from like, justified in all, yeah and all right. the makeup and stuff does a good yeah. job but he he gives off like probably the most like han solo energy like sids harrison that's Ford. a really and really they, and they've had a lot that, of like tries like of trying to create characters that are like equivalents to that and i think right. he's the first one that it's worked yeah not he, that it's yeah. the same but, but it's like that, that he gives same off the flavor same just he's the regular guy that you want by your side in a fight like you know like doesn't have doesn't have magic powers or anything so right right (laughs) no he's not a person he's not a personality he's just he's just he's a badass he's just a badass let's get into the episode so So obviously we have the first scene where mando shows up and asks for help um no, no, that's no, 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 no. I'm sorry. The Pikes are the first scene when he like kind of does the showdown the with the Pikes. Is, is like right out of the the right. opening, like with the great theme that did, right. with that they remix basically every episode. And this right. was probably the best one. Yeah, uh, is a, we just see his the, the new Mando ship, which they have a name yet actually. Uh, we just drop right out of hyperspace right. above like this big green planet. And we're like, oh, we're actually getting this. I thought we were maybe going to go back to like Boba Fett <laughs> yeah, now, but-, but no, it's like we're just <laughs> no. going to go to this green. Obviously, it's it's like, like Hitchcock. <laughs> He's just all misdirect, man. Yeah, this, He's just I was, all. I was in you shock thought already the show, at this point. You thought like it's funny if you ever seen like Psycho. The first forty five minutes is about a girl embezzling from a bank. It's got yeah. nothing to do with the rest of the movie. She just dies. The which whole I, miss for forty five minutes of Psycho <laughs> misdirect and. And it's really about this guy who runs a hotel that just is as great as his dead mother. Like, it, but you don't know that if you watch Psycho the first time, you think it's a thriller about a woman's robbing from a bank, and then it's a complete misdirect. Boba Fett, in many yeah. ways, is Psycho. It's, I a, did, it's a complete I did misdirect. Call the craziness of this episode, kind of. I didn't predict you, you anything. Kind of said I that. didn't predict anything like straight up, except kind of campaign. But that a lot of people predicted. Yeah. That. Did, um, so Matt, did but, you think but, that we were going to continue with the Mandalorian arc, or we were just going to go back to Boba Fett? I figured it was going to be a one episode detractor back to Mando. I was. Honestly, for myself and the interest of the show, I think I needed a couple episodes away from the Boba Fett arc. 
I, I really did. It was, it was, you know, it, it is definitely becoming, you know, a precursor to, to Mando season three, but, mm-hmm. um, but, but yeah, I was like, man, there's no way they spent two episodes away from, from Boba Fett. That's just, that that's, that's too much, not in his own show. You know, how could they do that? But, um, but obviously it goes to show that Mando is still the moneymaker when it comes to his live action shows. Oh, and, and, and what's everybody talking about? Everybody's talking about him, you know, like Boba climbing out, out of the, the Sarlacc pit and, and, you know, some of the stuff, it was cool. And it, but the it first just, two episodes, the first two episodes are fine. But then we kind of like hit kind of like, oh, well, so this show is not really going anywhere. And then they just kind of boom, punch in the face. So then, so we get to this planet where Luke lives and he's got Grogu. And then this is really where the best Star Wars we've gotten in a really, 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 really long time. Star Wars that people have wanted for a very, very long time. I mean, like, you know, we see, obviously, we've seen R2 again, but we really got to see R2 being R2 in a sense. Like, of anything Star Wars ever. They did. You were right. They didn't overdo the music. Um, they did it enough that made it whether yeah whether it's tie-ins to like where right. they would the take like obviously the original themes like the force right. theme comes up a couple times right uh and there's a few other things there's a little bit of the yoda theme at one point there's a little bit of the yoda theme at one point the grogu theme the grogu theme is amazing is a really one of the best pieces pieces of, of star, star wars, wars music that we've gotten you know really since i'm not even sure maybe and there's some cool themes in rogue one there's some musical themes i like in rogue one which is cool in and of itself the mando themes well nothing's better than the mando theme even like when they first show up on the planet there's that it's like that mischievous like endor like type of music which is like not like the most like the music you think that immediately comes to mind when you think of star wars but like that mischievous like whimsical type of like like upbeat music that gets played in the background well you so we let's get to that point so obviously lando shows up r2 just kind of says come with me kind of thing yeah r2 is just so badass we could do a whole episode on the the badassness of of r2d2 i love how like he's he's he looks so beat up by this point he's just so old he's like like older he's like yoda old at this point like (laughs) Yeah, you know those astro droids, man. You can't they they take a lick in there. Not like those newfangled appliances I mean, you get. Though, so you know, like it's like years. a fridge that you bought in 1960. It lasts. There are fridges that are bought in yes. 1960 that are still running. I've yeah. been like through five modern fridges in the time. There's probably some like fridge that's killing you know, the environment. But the you know whatever. He's at least 60 years yeah. old. By he's at least 60 years old. I think the difference between Episode One and where we're at right now in the timeline, five years post Return of the Jedi, is a about 60 years or so. Yeah, I think you're about right with that. Uh, I think, it, let's see. Because he's brand new when he when he comes out in the first Between movie. episode one, that's about 10 years before episode two, which is three years to episode three. Three to four know, is 20. Ish years. I think I he's got say, two yeah. more years before he starts collecting Social Security. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He can't yeah, droid years. It just droid years. Draw from his 401k. Yeah, he's yeah. Definitely he like needs a little bit, little bit more point, time. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously he takes them to this thing. We see these really cool ass androids. But I think building they're probably a temple. ran by Arc too as well because they kind of have this color scheme. Yeah, like so. they look like they're like right. They look like they're from the same manufacturer like that R2 would make R two, like whatever that company is. And um, and they're just kind of like listening to him. And Mando's like like, hey, what's yo? I'm talking to you. Like <laughs> he's like, and then then. Is they build him a bench. Like, yeah. how long am I going to be here? Like, yeah, it's that's great. Funny. Like, that's very, very on the money Star Wars humor. That is yeah, timeless like, humor as right. well. Like, and the music for that reminds you of a like Ewoky. Yeah, you know, like 
uh, Jawa, like you know, doo, 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 like little, like little happy, yeah, like I said, like the whimsical likeness of and it. And it was the scene, the way you see the droids working, it, it, it was, it was kind of beautiful. Like it was a real nice filmmaking, filmmaking sequence, logically. Yeah. What <laughs> yes. do you think? Yeah, you it, think? it, it oh, was for, pretty neat. It was, it was amazing because, um, because obviously this is the home of the new Jedi Temple, which we do get to see yeah. in Episode Seven, Eight, and Nine. And to see it like being built like right in front of our very eyes, this very, you know, just just stone. It's not a very high tech structure. It's very simple in nature. Just to be just to be able to see it built. Like I mean, that there's I mean, that's your reference to the new trilogy, right oh, there is is watching it being built, and, and that that's that's where the connectivity lies. And I I was all for it. I, I thought it was I thought it was a neat little scene um to, to kind of show that off and it just it's just so casual like mando just doesn't care he he doesn't under, care or understand that the implications of what's being built he's just kind of he, you know, he barely understands what jedi even are correct like you know i mean well, there's, it, this, there's this uh there's this video on uh youtube which is like uh din jared or like the mandalorian not realizing he's in star wars and it's got like millions <laughs> of views and it's just people like mentioning things that like all the fans know about but like but din jared just has no about, idea right like <laughs> so, like well, then we obviously we move from that scene into this beautiful sequence with Grogu and Luke, which <laughs> has so I could I'm going to yeah. watch this scene again. I'm when I get home tonight, I'm going to have to watch it which again. We saw Arc 2. We all knew like, OK, Luke. Well, is we knew Luke was there. Which, be even, there. which right. actually surprisingly enough, like last episode, we also we also kind of called it because like we felt like maybe because like the old. Which actually, that guy who was like the old Luke body double is actually not the body double anymore. Okay, but like, but it was so it's interesting that like I, we kind of called. I'm it pretty sure the body appearance. double was the guy that was flying the X-wing fighter in the episode where Mando gets pulled over by X-wing fighters. No, I yes. think that was the diff. Was that the no, same? The guy other now? guy, I looked it up. The guy who is the other pilot. There's the older guy. No, I knew that. I thought that was the guy. Who That's, did the last okay, That's the new That's body the new double. That's the new body guy. Okay, That's the gotcha. new body double. Gotcha. So, which is you know, give him some extra work. Give him an extra episode there. Um, yeah, so some people did kind of call it through that. Well, we knew we were going to see it, but this and, all right. But in terms of that technology, though, like right. this, that technology is basically like like fully working. Well, how now. did you? How did you, Matt? How did you enjoy the the new uh, deep fake or the face oh, or whatever you want to call it? Was, it it looked so much more natural. I mean, I didn't mind when they did it in the the season. You know, in in Mando, I, it didn't no, really take me out of it, but. They did a, such a a much better job to the point where they can start doing Luke Skywalker stuff and not really having to change, like do a significant change to the character's look, face, uh, voice, anything. It, like that's how like scary this technology is. Is that we I feel could like get a Luke Skywalker one-off show, and I'd be yeah. like, okay, cool. Well, I think we're at the point now where like with the where the technology was. Uh, in the Mando season two finale, I think like it could only be used for like for cameos at that point. I think that was like the the, the furthest you could take it with how right. it was then. Then they hired like the YouTube guy that like did a better job than like industrial light imagination. Right. <laughs> and then like this is the improvement they the made in a the year. Only thing that and I when, felt... when you just look at the face like right. by itself, it, it's even what the only times to occasionally off is still when he's talking. But even then, like the way they shoot it, most of the time he's not on screen when he's yeah, talking. They, they were creative than not having to use it all the time. And also there was plenty of times right. that he was on screen that was talking that it kind of worked. The voice I, yeah. doesn't work all the time, but like when you're just it's looking only at the face. Get, it's only going to get better. Yeah, and exactly. the other thing that they did is I, another year. What's going to happen? Obviously Mark Hamill is, I think he's in his sixties now. Um, so they did a little bit to his voice to make him sound a little more yeah. youthful. They did change the pitch a little bit. I yeah, think they, they de-aged his voice from what, from what I understand. There are little imperfections, but I, but I was, but as I'm just looking at the 
I was on this I've, when I watched it like multiple times since and I just keep looking at the face and I don't get any uncanny valley at all. No, and it's which not, is like nuts. It, there's nothing like it, it you you almost didn't even worry about it because it was good enough that it could carry no, it. No, it's so. totally practical. Like and at this point, like whenever you want to use Luke, just you can just use this text. Maybe so, if yeah. you ever do a show where he's like the main character or like is a part of like the main cast, right. maybe at that point, then it's time to like finally do the recasting. But up until then, I just don't you think can those, totally car camels around and you've got a technology and that I know works. Some people that don't like this technology for like maybe its implications of what right. it might have in the whole industry. Mm, and some people just find it ghoulish in general. I don't agree with that, but I can see where that's coming it's, from. It's, but also, like, you can't say that, like, the effect of having when it pans or when the, the shot cuts to, right. like, Return of the Jedi, basically Mark Hamill, that moment of having that be Return of the Jedi Mark Hamill yeah. will always be more impactful than even if that was, like, a recasted yeah, what's Sebastian, this, yeah, Stan. Sebastian Stan. We would all be right. excited that yeah. that was a like Sebastian Stan. Oh, hundred percent. But we wouldn't be nearly as excited as like, oh shit, it's 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 nineteen eighty two. Mark Hamill. It was very funny. Like I, they saw they saw it's they showed Skywalker. Mark Hamill's Twitter. Someone asked him what he thought of the of the episode, and he was just great. He said, yeah. "Well, the hotel I'm sailing at doesn't have Disney Plus." So. <laughs> So it's like he just gotta love Mark yeah. Hamill. Like well, he seems about, on board. Mark Hamill seems like if he was on the podcast, he would be excited about the episode as us. Like he'd be like, "Yeah, did you see? Did you see that? That was a, the thing from the. Just a that's fan. the thing from the movie. Yeah. I did. I touched one of those. I got to play with one of those. Like I feel like he'd be that guy. Yeah. Like I feel he like he seems to be very much on board with this process as well. And if, and he seems to be a part of the creative process with the the body double. Oh, like, I'm well, sure it's get, it's a little bit like sure, with, it's the guy with, did like, a post yeah. about like his time working and then right. he tagged Mark Hamill and he was like thank you for working with me and like I, I'm sure that a, Mark Hamill was there and I'm sure that Mark Hamill well, Mark was Hamill like talking Saloni about his body posturing and 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 what he was I mean that's how actors work and a lot of times when actors play a person from history that's alive that person will be a consultant on those films right. like so I'm sure that they were smart enough to have Mark Hamill there just like. Let's get into the next the scene there where we see Mark Hamill. Obviously, we see Luke with Grogu, um, and let's let's just talk to him because we definitely noticed with Osoka that that she had her body movements down very similar to bit, you, would, yeah. you know, like she definitely understood the body positionings of the character from from Clone Wars. Yes, Rosario Dawson is doing a fantastic yeah, she's, she's job, killing it as a like I get like. Uh, obviously, like the voice is a bit like right. she's not the same voice, but that's never going to be the same. Right. But like she looks like Ahsoka, like to the T, well, and like all her little like micro Matt, what expressions. Let's jump yeah, in here a little bit. <laughs> no, I, she she's she's just yeah, she's done a really really good job uh, portraying it, adding interest to it. And I I'm still coming around to the cartoons, so but I've I've watched enough episodes of Clone Wars to appreciate her. But it is neat to see her, and honestly. That was probably my favorite moment, seeing her and Luke interact because we knew that they line, were around at the same time. Yeah, the line, yes, just like that your father. line that she says, just like your father was. I smiled. I smiled yeah, so hard. I, I, I teared up I teared a little up bit on that, that one yeah. because it was like he has someone that can that knew his father when he was his father, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, I can tell you that, um, like when my father passed. When I wrote the eulogy, it was important to me to capture not just who my father was that was Christian's grandfather, 
but my father that was my dad and my father was that guy when he was in college and was right. a young man like to know the like you know when my father was the dude like like yeah. and that i think like for him to have a connection to someone they can say you're right about your father he and was one of the he few was people because like, there's not because who else in the universe is going to that, yeah, that's that, one can of the few understand can, anakin as well as him it's one of the few people Nobody. that actually remembers like anakin before vader and like right. who's that where that comment is actually a uh, compliment right yeah. and, and there's still like, you got to think too in the in the world of star wars there's not very many people uh who know the truth about anakin as darth vader there, there's still a very no it's still small I think by, amount i think in the comics that they do expand on it like leia gets yeah. in a little trouble in the uh, new from, canon that Le- it gets revealed that leia is like uh the son or like not the son the daughter of the vader yeah and, they and usually that becomes a bit of a political yeah. uh turmoil for, because of that oh, okay. it's obviously like she, vader like all the nuances of like well, who Vader was isn't aren't exactly known. What did you like guys think the of worldwide? the whole interaction with um, the sequences, like with Luke with Luke inter- inter- talking with Grogu, and I Perfect. felt like he's almost. He says, "Let me tell you about a guy that I knew, and he he was a, lot, a lot like you." And then he talked in riddles, and he talked funny, and then about twelve seconds after that, Luke says, you "No, know, what did he say? Try." Don't try, do. Well, they yeah. he almost have like... he almost starts to embody the delivery style, you know, that of yeah. of of Yoda. Uh, and most of the little training scenes are some mirror of one of the different scenes that yeah, running have, through the forest with, like, with and it's Grogu very beautiful that they have like a it's like a direct mirror. Do the where, like Yoda was, was training Luke and now Luke Matt, is training. A Yoda we were creature. watching it when I came back Sunday night. I had a track meet Sunday. We were watching it Sunday night. And Zach's like, do the flip, do the flip, <laughs> and he does the flip. <laughs> it's like. You know, all, then, yeah, it, I mean, it, it's honestly like it's, a, it's, a, it's something that's based in reality because, right, if you're a, a teacher, a trainer in some sense, you, you if they teach you a certain way, you kind of pick up those habits, you make them your own. And it was it was a really nice callback to it. Uh, it was just it's so cool to see a, like a non a, a non pessimistic like, again, we can go on the tirade uh, se- sequel trilogy. Luke pisses me off. But to hope. see uh, Matt, like this is prime Luke Skywalker training Jedi, happy, optimistic for the future of the Jedi. Full of order. hope. He's good at it, right. seemingly. And Although just up in a uh, sense, he was still the boy in Return of the Jedi. He was still the boy. He was still Darth well, Vader's He's at most son. like 30 here. So, yeah. yeah. And now he's he's got a whole bunch of responsibilities that you know he he just and he's legend he just did it right he's legend way, now yeah. like he slayed the emperor as far as everybody him, yeah. knows right like the emperor's dead um, Vader's dead like the world there's he is this he's this iconic figure in in the universe mm-hmm. that that Luke Skywalker people fear fear him um, we see that in the last episode of the yeah. second season of Mando um, you know he's but he's still this young man trying to find what his role is. And this, you know, like, and, I think Grogu is a cool, like first student that for him to like, for like the way that, especially with like what comes later in the episode, which we'll get to. Right. But I think he's like a good project for like, for testing Luke's style of, of teaching and like his ideas on like what he thinks like the next generation of Jedi should like, should be potentially right. and what interesting uh, things we're going to get through that. Yeah. I mean, 
let, let's just talk Grogu. We haven't talked about Grogu at all. Like this yeah, is a great little episode Grogu, yeah. for him. This is the best the technology's ever. Oh well, my too. god! Like so, this is still basically a puppet, right? Yeah. Uh, and except for the points where obviously he's later in the episode he starts jumping around, which a lot of people were were like kind of worried about that because uh, like some of like the the CG Yoda stuff in the prequels isn't always the best, right? But uh, and people were didn't want to like the it, like it Grogu was... to go from this cute little puppet, like maybe animatronic sometimes right. thing to like a CG. CG model like I, but, I always felt that that was my biggest problem with the prequels that yoda was no longer a puppet but his but his cg but right. they have they've mastered like this almost like puppet cg is what i call it yeah which is like it's having a, they're, they're, having they're, moments they're, where he's obviously not the puppet they, anymore they're cleaning up some things mm-hmm. they're adding probably ear waving and some stuff like that so when it switches hard to, to do whatever the, the computer right. generated model is but it I mean, still when, has the when, movements when is looking around and the frog the one-eyed frog is flying around <laughs> oh, and, yeah. and he's so realistic and he's and his eyes are getting big and the moisture in his eyes when he's yeah. looking at the lightsaber and he's watching Luke dance around like you see oh, so like he's in like broad daylight in yeah. some parts and he's like in the wide open so they're chroma keying like the puppet guy out or the animatronic whatever they're doing I, I, yeah, but also I, for the Luke stuff as well for the Luke technology we go from the last time we see that Luke technology where he had a hood on most of it right. uh, it was dark like the lighting was a bit lower where to this episode all broad daylight everything they're doing yeah, that's, this good that's a great that's a very good which, point. which that everyone knows like it sounds dumb that like the light is like but like when when like a movie well, is why bad does CG, the black panther fight scene look yeah, so what, bad exactly. why is it in a, a it's in a, a, ta- exactly. a train a movie because they set it somewhere the because they did too much exactly. cgi mm-hmm. and that's what that's the trick um you, that's you why when we saw the battle of hoth and empire strikes back was so amazing because no one had ever seen any type of sci-fi battle in anything but outer space yeah We'd never seen it. We're like they did it with a blue sky and white background. Like they had to completely turn the uh, special effects, and that was like 1990, 1981. Yeah. Right. So definitely. Um, That's what we get a. Th- then we want to talk about. What? Want to talk about the vision next? So then he says, "Do you want to remember?" And he uses the Vulcan mind meld to to bring the back his. <laughs> Well, it's interesting that uh, it's, it's based, the Vulcan mind melt. It's similar. To, it, it's it's my mind the same, to your mind. Grogan. Is that it's the same uh, trick that like or same power that like Kylo Ren uses to like basically interrogate. Oh, uh, I forgot about that. Interrogator, what's yeah. his name? Uh, but this time it's kind of being used in like a different aspect. So it's more of taking that that level of like the Force now having like a good didn't force work power. on Ray though. Which is a bit more the concept <laughs> All of like, not being like inherently good in bad force powers, but like the actual like purpose behind it being what's behind right, it, not right. just like inherently having like good right. and evil. Well, I mean that. Be- so let's. So obviously, Matt, the oh, vision. But- what did you think of the vision? Let me. We'll that let was another really cool callback. Again, this is like, I mean, we're getting to watch Luke get to see what happened in the Jedi temple firsthand. He's aware based on reports and, and all that stuff. And, yeah. but for him to actually see through Grogu, the attack on the Jedi temple, what the clone troopers did. Non CGI stormtroopers, by the way, yeah, those are yeah. in, those are, are guys is in costumes. Which those are guys, not first. CGI, which was one of my criticism, yeah. too much CGI. Those were guys in costumes. Yeah. The most yeah. iconic clone looked, trooper battalion, the five of first. So it was, Again, it was another cool callback. This is stuff that they didn't necessarily have to do, but you appreciate it. You you smile even though it's a bunch of Jedi getting killed. You still smile at the fact that they're they're referencing um, yeah. that this is appearing in a post original trilogy show, and yeah. um, it was it was cool, you know, to see that Grogu was you know. I think there Ahsoka mentioned in Mando season two that she remembered him. From the Jedi Temple, I think she did. No, I think actually, actually she doesn't. I think it was it was more that um 
that she was at the temple at the same time as him, but she actually didn't know him. So like, it's, it, so it's, okay. it actually uh, implied that like, actually Grogu is kind of like a secret that most of the Jedi probably didn't even know it about. and wasn't aware it's, of. I think that because him being so close in, in everything to Yoda, whether he's a clone or, or cause obviously we haven't gotten to what that, what he is. Cause again, we know nothing about you know Yoda's, Yoda's race. Species. We don't even know what the name of the species right, is. Yeah. Like it's we and obviously very few people. We know, know that the, basically like that they send what planet like, they were that from. They kind of send like or we imply that they have like certain uh, that maybe everyone in the species is force sensitive, like the entire races, and that potentially they send like certain members of the species right to be like almost liaisons right for and maybe it was like Yoda's getting up every eight hundred years. Next. Our oh, that's a, that's an interesting theory that 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 obviously we... Yoda was is dead within like thirty years of canon, and especially also there's some weird stuff in the canon of of uh, Grogu being the exact same age as Anakin Skywalker. Yes, right. That like he's the, the opposite. Age. He's so, like, the opposite there's, there's, size there's, of the There force. are some theories that right. like if Palpatine created Anakin with like the Metacorn then the Force created had, that Grogu. like in for balance that the, the the like the opposite side of the Force though like would create a being so to do the opposite. A, I think that's if a really interesting a, theory. If, exactly, and I hope some, that if it is that. That even if they thought of it, that someone says, "Yeah, that's a good idea. We should explore that." I mean, kind of fun. But back to the vision as a whole, yeah, I have ahead. a lot of. To you say said about the something. Vision. Tell us about like the actual location of it. You okay, did well, some I'll get to that in a second. Okay, but back to the clones first. Yep. I think we're going to see a lot more live action clones. I'm pretty sure, uh, because not to mention like how popular Clone Wars is with fans. So like we're just going to start seeing more and more live action prequel stuff. Or I, I almost confirmed the the best thing about this flashback just shows that the willingness to explore. Order 66, and because I think that that sequence is potentially part of a longer sequence that we're going to get more and more of yeah. as time goes on. This is the and blip I, in MCU, I think, now. Order 66 is going to be... And also, I like think the this... Blip. Yeah. Also, I think this basically confirms that, like, we're going to get prequel era flashbacks in so, Obi-Wan. So, Christian like, we're and gonna I, get that kind of stuff. before we saw this, we started talking about this vision, and you talked about it seemed like it was a location that we saw. Okay, you want me to get into this? It, it, let's do, yeah. So you said you said you seemed to very much want me. And to get also into this. talk about that a little bit, but also because man, I don't think you maybe you have maybe you have put this together, but also again the hints whether who it was that actually and where Grogu is during this. You you noticed a bunch because you've watched it a couple times now. Talk a little bit about that, Christian, because you saw some okay. stuff with that that you um, think. So first off, in terms of like Grogu, I think Grogu is already hidden in this vision already because if you look at the sequence like in it's kind of like a point of view shot it's like supposed to be kind of like through the eyes of grogu i think yes um if you look at kind of like the bottom of the shot and at the top there's almost like this metal that's like kind of obscuring like the bottom like border and like the top borders of the camera shot so it like he's in something so he's in out. a container like, he's like, of kind of like sort. peering through well, that like, floating kind of like thing he's in slit. for season one probably that it, floating it could, it something like that yeah right. but uh but, but so he's kind of just looking through it and even like after like the jedi are killed in front of them like the clones don't really react like they're going for him so it doesn't really seem like the jedi were kind of protecting him they were just looking because it like, seems like it's they were just like kind the of jedi like, didn't realize they didn't say, like, go, go, they were go. standing in front of grogu yeah right. like they just kind of say like go 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 let's keep moving because there's some theories that like the, this, I don't know how like truthful this could be, but like or how big Grogu might have been at this point. But maybe like uh, we're trying to think of like characters who are around 
um, like at this point, because a lot of Jedi that we know of that are that survive Order 66 are very much off world and nowhere near the temple. And we know that through this vision that he's already hidden well the actual like like Order 66 is going down. It's not like he was behind a wall in like some secret compartment. Like he's right. witnessed it. He was there for the event. So it's right. not like someone saved him later. Somebody like in the moment during the event saved him and or hit him. Right. Interesting. So uh so he's hidden in something, but also where like, does that look in terms like it's of the taking actual place. setting though. That the, um, the Jedi Temple where the I, I've, younglings seen, I've are? seen a side by side like image shot of basically of that hallway. That same hallway seemingly is in an episode of Star Wars the Clone Wars, uh in like an episode with uh, like season five, I think it is, uh outside of like a Jedi's quarters hmm. this jedi's barris offie she's only seen in live action in episode two it during like the geonosis uh yes. scene but and she's a, a luminar unduly another jedi masters padawan she falls to the dark side or or not even like falls to the dark side so much as just becomes disillusioned with like the jedi order because of like their role in the war and stuff like that. And she frames Ahsoka Tano uh, during that. So is this a character that Matt, do you know that character? I am familiar with it. Yeah. Some of the, or the books that I used to read in middle school, it, it Barris office was one of the characters. And if it, if it does turn out to be her, which is what the rumor is, it's a good setup for the Ahsoka series because exactly. we, we don't know what happened to Barris Offie. Yeah. Uh, and is she the one that potentially rescued Grogu? Potentially, but potentially. Thing, the hallway is is basically the same hallway. It's like almost like one to one, like same thing. No, I saw he showed two, me the image, and, and there's like, two logos on the wall. Even the same. You know, the funny thing about it was it was shot from the same perspective too. Yes, exactly. it's not just the same hallway. It's, it's this low angle shot looking up from that end of the hallway. And even more like damning, it is a. Uh, like on either side of the wall and the certain shots that are more illuminated and a little bit wider out, there's two logos and they're not the same logos, but they're identical to like, or they're, they're very similar to this logo from like inside of uh, Barris Office, like quarters where Jedi have these, and it's not big sport to super mount into Canon, but that I have these like crests that are personalized to them. And like this logo, it, it looks like the same crest from this one well, scene. There's people spending a lot Clone of time doing research. That's for sure. Yeah, like Heck yeah. But that's what we want. Yes. Right? So, Isn't so this what we has, want? Yeah. So I don't know if this has anything to do with like if if her actually having a role in saving Grogu at all, or if it's just a because keep in mind this is a Dave Filoni directed and written episode. Yep. So everything that happens in this episode needs to be put under a microscope, even more so than usual. So either way, it's definitely alluding to the this guy's the playing, presence of this guy's of playing chess and I'm playing hungry hippos. I know. I mean that's <laughs> not to mention there's still a lot of plot <laughs> points from Clone Wars that Dave Filoni never <laughs> yeah. ever got to finish because it got canceled. And, and Barris Offie was always a oh, character who, who cares. Offie actually is one of the he's few Jedi characters. Even though she was stuff. arrested in, in custody right. at the end of the Clone Wars, she's one of the few characters that are like Jedi or like would be considered like Order 66 targets that doesn't have a death. Okay. One of the very few. Well, that's interesting. So obviously we just we talk about this, like let's kind of finish up this middle of the thing before we kind of yeah. go up to the other stuff. So, cause obviously there's a couple of things we need to discuss. So what else about this area? Obviously we get, let's get to the choice because we can't cover the entire episode. Um, so they get to the choice and, you know, cause obviously Mano comes there and, and he wants to see him and Osoka convinces him that's not in Grogu's best interest, that he can't be selfish. He has to let Grogu find his own path. 
Right. And then we have that great scene where, where she leaves mm -hmm. and gives Luke the gift. And then Luke has to do this like weird Yoda like moment again, where he's offering him a choice. This can go a lot of ways. Um, because it's a test. It's, it's clearly yeah. a test. I, I think mo most likely it's a test. Um, like, like I don't. But it could be a test either way. Like I don't know what the proper answer is supposed to. In Luke's mind, is supposed to be. I don't know if he's supposed to pick the armor and pick his friends like he did. I don't know if he's supposed yeah, to pick the lightsaber to prove it. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if he's supposed to pick the lightsaber to prove. And Leia died. Yeah, I'm I, don't not know even I don't know if he's supposed to prove his. I don't know if he's supposed to prove <laughs> his commitment Chewie? and pick Yoda's lightsaber. I don't right. know if he's supposed to pick the armor and almost do to Luke what Luke did to Yoda, and then like go back and like help his. Like I don't know what it's supposed to be. Because uh, in canon right now, like it's although they've already they broke canon in this episode as well by having. Uh, well, maybe not. They have to kind of yeah. maybe find a a route for it but yoda's cannon as far as we were uh, yoda's lightsaber as far as we were concerned is just is destroyed in a comic series like 20 yes. years prior to this uh so the fact that it's alive is actually a break to canon a little bit it, so it kind of actually alludes to that he's gonna pick the armor and maybe leave because like ben solo is supposed to be luke's first ever student and if grogu ends up being it then actually like we kind of have an indication that like maybe the timeline's not the same not I know I know that I'm like one of the fringy people that want that to happen eventually, but they do have the technology now to like kind of recreate people at any age, and it's not a very popular show that doesn't generate a lot of revenue because I always talk about the toy revenue stuff with the sequel right. trilogies right. that the sequels compared to the prequels and original trilogies no toy revenue well, there's at all. there's no there's no doubt in my mind now I, I let me rephrase that I would not be surprised if Christian, you made the he made the point last night. We were talking about this that, um, in in a strange way, Dave Filoni is rewriting all the canon. And at some point, be like, remember those movies that came out? Uh, yeah, they're 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 like they're like the JJ verse, or, or even if he's not, they're like, the Star Trek JJ yeah. verse. They're they're canon, but. They take place in a parallel Star yeah. Wars or universe. Or even if it's not as like established And you can as still that. like them, but they're not really going to count. And this Jesus of Star Wars, Dave Filoni, is going to get Bryce Howard to come back. Bryce and we're Howard, just yeah. going to save the Star Wars brand. Here, let me, yeah. let me give a good example. My, my personal opinion, how I view, like, was because I think this is kind of important, is that the way I view the sequels is just like, they're just kind of there. I like, I've just, I don't accept them, but I just kind of like, I don't try to give them a lot of thought. Right. I just kind of view them as some like high budget fan fiction that somehow got made. They're and like they're Star just Trek there. continues on YouTube. And I don't think that, and I don't even think like, even if Star Wars like, and I still think they're like years away from ever declaring them like in a separate universe, if right. that was ever to happen. But uh, I don't know, just... <laughs> yep. All right. So, what do you think is going to happen with the choice, Matt? So, armor or lightsaber? Uh, I th I feel like it's 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 our. I think we all want to see the lightsaber, but I think for the continuation of Mando, I think I don't think you could do Mando without Grogu. Um. So when it, with season three on the horizon, I think it's got to be the armor. Hmm. Christian. Both. It's both. It's He's a trick. Force of both of them to him. Uh, Zach and then he, Zach's like, theory is, and this is an option too, that he picks the armor, so Luke has to bring him back to Mando, 
I think that'd be boring. As much as, much as I want to see Luke Skywalker. The timing of Luke showing up for the last episode, and all of a sudden, Boba Fett and Mando have this un, like this weird ally that really, because he's not going to just leave Grogu sitting there. He's no. going to protect Grogu. They're not going to do Are we, that. We're well, not hey, going to get a Luke Skywalker no, showing hey, up in that episode? That. I, I, I want to see. Also, I don't want it because they literally just did that. Right, Matt? They literally just oh, that's did true. it. What, maybe it's Ahsoka this time. Matt, I what mean, do you think? Listen, with, with Cad Bane coming back at the end of the episode, the very end of the episode, uh, who is a known Jedi killer and Jedi hunter, I kind of want, there's a part of me that wants to see a little Luke Skywalker Cad Bane uh, showdown a little I bit. I don't even think that's like, I don't know, maybe. Mm. He's a bit older now, though. That's why he has the tubes, you know, right? Right. Do you know, do you know he this? He had the tubes in the Clone do- Wars show, I thought, though. I thought he had the tubes. He at least had him in Bad Batch. To breathe or anything. He has the tubes specifically so Jedi can't force choke him. That's oh, the okay. only reason that oh, he has well, those tubes, so we so, can breathe through I didn't them. Know that. So like I just, he can't. Get I just thought light. it looked cool. Yeah, I didn't realize it was there was actually any background yeah. related to it. Um, so obviously, there's there's I don't want to go off on too many crazy tangents and, and theories because we they've surprised us every step along the way. So just let it happen. Yeah. Right. Um, and then we go. We kind of go back to. Um, we go back to Tatooine. We go back to Boba's, uh, Boba's palace and we get the scene where Boba doesn't have anything to say, mm-hmm. literally. And uh, that leads to the last scene, which could this episode have gotten any better? Like if we would have just had nothing else, but then this, we get yeah. we get the interaction. We get the the stranger. We get literally Levon Cleef. Uh, in my mind, from good, bad, and well, the ugly, I, like, I like, I we get this, the bad. We this get is this, another reason I love this, this episode. This is good, the bad, and the ugly. It's two Mandalorians yeah. and 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 you know, in one Cad episode Bane. that right. Dave Filoni's like, all right, here's uh, here's like the Jedi stuff in like this like Japanese like Asian looking setting almost. So like we're gonna go the most like kind of like pure right. like into like the inspiration of the Jedi, which is like the right. samurai, like that we've ever like done. Right. And then on top of that, we're also gonna go to, to when we get back to like Tatooine. We're gonna go like the opposite direction to the other big inspiration of Star Wars, the Western. The and Western. We're gonna lean into the Western the we're most we've ever done to before as well. On so in one episode, like... they lean into both the samurai right. genre and into even to the point of like Luke Skywalker. You kind of at first look, he looks like he's just wearing like the same stuff, but it's actually more like kind of like a like the like samurai like robe. It definitely robe has more of a samurai like, at least, like, a, kind of, like, a space yeah. It's not the same stuff like... he's wearing at the end of Jedi. That's for sure. It's a different outfit. It's more. It's more of whatever mobile or whatever. And yeah. then and obviously we knew like the minute the and minute see, like the him on the ridge and then it's, yeah. he's obviously the title of the episode from the desert comes a stranger right uh which is wild because the last time we see this character in canon cad bane is in bad batch yes which is which bad batch i think is just gonna basically be like when they need some background stuff that they want to like put some lore in there for that's gonna like how pre pre-date like what's gonna right. come next season they're gonna stick it in bad batch for us Matt, what'd you think of cad bane Ah, my head exploded because uh, I didn't <laughs> I, I, I heard. I mean, it's hard for me to avoid spoilers. because I'm on Twitter and stuff, but I I kept seeing Cad Bane's name pop up. I didn't see any imagery, but I seen his name pop up. I'm like, did he did this sort of live action version? Because that's what a lot of people have been clamoring for. People have wanted to see a live action Cad Bane since his inception in, in yep. the Clone Wars show. And he's, and he's always and, been the most likely candidate since Ahsoka as well. Oh, 100 percent. He's probably the Yeah, he, him and Ahsoka are the two most popular characters to come from there. And when he showed up and he looked up, I'm like, get the, 
I, I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, are you serious right now? Like, this is real life. Yeah. And uh, he I, I like that he it was looked great and sounded great. Yeah. I he obviously it's the same actor doing the voice. Mm-hmm. And what I liked is that the extreme, like the way you think of the stylistic, the way animation was on Clone Wars, the faces are elongated, the bodies elongated yeah. in most of the characters. So they they kind of had to like take it and work backwards from other imagery they've had of Can Bay from the original stuff. Yeah, because some people so have a little bit of problems with the design. Like I saw somebody complaining about the hats not big enough. I'm like, oh, shut the hell up. Like, <laughs> should, like, hey, to be fair, like, the hat should be bigger. No, all right? nobody wears that big of a hat. Well, it's that's not a, a joke, man. It's, 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 not, it's, no, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, what do you got? He's got like, He's got like what like no, uh, Sweetie Gonzalez's sombrero on, like it's well, a foot I, wider. Well, some people like, have, like, some people ridiculous. do have a little bit of problem with this design. Like yeah. he's a he's a bit lighter than he is in the show. And also like his mouth is like on in the show is animated to be like kind of like lower on his right. like face. Yeah. Like but not, once not, again, like not where a human mouth should be. A picture of Obi-Wan like in the Clone Wars, and he's got that stupid, ridiculous, like he's got like the he's got the uh you know the the chin that's like like a foot long Dooku. and that big long Dooku. beard. He's got like Dooku. Dooku's got that ridiculous shape hate, on his face. I I hate like, the animation so it's, style. For it's Clone animation Wars. style. It. It's it, like the bodies, the arms are skinny and long, so you have to reproportion it based on the original concept art. And I looked at some original concept art of Cad Bane that came up that that they based the animation on, and he looks. Closer to the original concept. Well, they're also trying to fuse him with like the original he's not design a, for a, a four foot wide hat. Because Captain's you know? race is like a duro, and there, right. there are duros in like in a new hope, like in the bar right. sequence. Not true. And like, but they look different from like how they designed Captain right. for Clone Wars. So it's supposed but, to be like, yeah. like a mixture of the two those, of those designs. But those two things were random media. costumes they came up with in 1977 yeah. that I think Rick Baker. I think, I think those stuff. costumes, most of the stuff that's in the, the cantina scene were things that Rick Baker had like in his garage like like the, the there were things that he had just made in the original cantina scene like so i mean obviously they're going to have to, to play around because even the pig creatures whatever they're called they look slightly different um than they did in return of the jedi they improved on them right yeah um obviously um the sheriff's the marshal's fine he only got one shot in his shoulder i hope right? so I hope so. I think I think he just got like winged. So. Yeah, because he because he clearly, if he wanted to, he would have shot him sixteen times, like he shot. Well, he the, did the, the other deputy. guy, like the deputy. Yeah, yeah he got him. Yeah, that was that was. I think the he made thing. his I point with the, the other guy, and, and I shot the deputy like six times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy got. <laughs> that, was he, like, that dude got blasted. Yeah, you knew that. You, the first time you saw that guy, well, this guy's not going to make it through the episode. Like I knew that guy was going to die. There was like no doubt in my mind. Like I don't think even this guy's not going to make it through the episode. Terrible deputy, like yeah, Barney he, Fife. He, terrible <laughs> deputy. Andy, look out! <laughs> <laughs> uh so now the people—they're going to be pissed, right? Are they going to go help Boba Fett? What do you think? Probably. I don't even know. Like, there's a dumb storyline anyway, because, like, all they did was, like, fight a like a brainless monster last time. Right. And they're like, you got their good fighters. How? They weren't that good. How? Like, what? Boba, they're, they're fighting pikes. Because like, the Marshall criminals. and Boba did, I mean, and Mando did all the work They're anyway. like moisture farmers, <laughs> and they're like, right. yeah, you guys are going to go fight pikes who are, like, career I criminals. I think the Tuscan Raiders so are like, doing a lot more. I, do we see any more Tuscan Raiders? Or any more, does, does, does Boba I, have... Is that one female Raiders 
she's should we gonna see her again are other i are the are either the tuscan raiders gonna be like coming over the hill and help save the day in the last episode Probably. it's gonna be like end game when the portal scene and all the armies right. were coming through we're gonna get a bunch of tuscan raiders yeah. all the tuscan <laughs> and, and that'll, honestly that, that <laughs> and that'll help justify some of those the, all the flashback scenes in those first couple okay episodes, so right? in your mind yeah how that'll long, be like, so so cool. again christian and i've been debating this with zach up at home we haven't talked about this on the episode yet um how long is it from the time Boba flies crawls out of the sarlacc pick till he goes and the and his tribe is slaughtered how long do you think within a time frame that took place Uh, a month a year how long did that time frame take place i want to say a month to three months I okay, feel. thank you. I'm like, gonna agree. We're gonna agree with you that it's a three months, okay. right? Three which months of training. Which I don't think that makes sense for the timeline, but I think that's the only timeline that makes make sense. Because then, basically, after that, Boba has to wander the desert but like five for years. four and a half years. Like five which years. he didn't help any other Tuscans. There's not a whole other well, we set of stories anything. that he of things that he did. He didn't find the woman, like the woman Tuscan. Like, what did he do for four and a half years? Wait. To find somebody that could help him steal back the the slave one, like right. what else? I'm sorry, free ship or whatever they call it now, whatever they could call <laughs> fire it. spray gunship. fire spray gunship. Uh, it's like the Washington football team, <laughs> the the bounty hunter ship is what we have to call it. I, but anyway, like so theoretically, like there's a lot more story there. So. Uh, and I, that's why that was a funny thing that we were saying, like, how long did that take? So there's four and a half years, at least, of Boba wandering the desert that yeah. something he must have done something. This, this episode's going to be like he wasn't just like looking all right, for this final you know, episode is going to be like standard runtime, they said, but like hopefully towards like the longer side standard, like, standard runtime for for Bando or like for the Star Wars shows and Disney, I think basically means anything from like 35 to 55 minutes. Right. So, so Matt, like what's, what are we going to see in this last episode? So like we wow. have to see like are coming our way. versus Boba. So that's a good amount of time. We're definitely going to see like something with Grogu's choice because <laughs> yes. like I said it last week, yeah. they clearly don't care about the run of the series at all. No. So like, so like, and we were saying last episode, like, all right, we're probably just going to go back to the Boba Fett now. And then it went and just did what it did last right. week. And it's not like they can just go back to like how low key the first top first four right. episodes are. Right. They kind of just have to keep the pacing otherwise it kind of just ends anticlimactically so they then expect even more crazy stuff that would be my so my guess whatever your wildest theory is guess it and maybe it might come true right so so <laughs> so what do you think you're going to see what, what are the matchups are there any surprise uh, characters coming do i don't know we'll too many more surprise characters but i i don't feel like i feel like this I don't want like the last episode to just be all the Luke Skywalker we get. They might have us like just hold off on it, but I feel like there's some room for him maybe in this last episode, as far as just being, you know, not just dropping off Grogu to, 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 to Mando. I just but, think we get one scene with, with Luke and Grogu potentially, okay. I think like a space Uber pulls up and Grogu. Well, just that, I don't out. even know if, I don't know if Grogu stays or not. I assume at this point that like, they wouldn't have done the because it, it a part of me is like all right i think maybe that they kind of want him in mando just because like it makes sense for the series yeah and like obviously that thing Grogu is like is a huge obviously thing is merchandise he's a huge hell, merchandising so. thing people regular people just love grogu so yeah like but suddenly like, Grogu and and you can't just have mando going back and forth but also to, story-wise right. is there any point of having them not meet 
in one episode maybe, and then the maybe very next they're gonna episode set it having up. them reunite. I think if anything, they're just kind of like uh I I, I would see the like, saving it for season three of Mando. I, right. I would see now, I can like think that yes, my my personal theory is he's gonna choose the armor and Luke's gonna in his mind decide that his heart's not in it yet. So he's because he says that in the last episode, he's going to he's going to trust his his gut. He's gonna bring Grogu back to Mando, understanding that eventually Grogu is going to understand that Mando won't be with him forever, and that he has to have a path for his own future. Right. And that might be the way that they'll get him back to Mando for a little while. Um, and to be honest, Grogu, in his own right, could be helpful in a fight. Yeah, you know. So, um, if, well, if he does pick Mando, I just think we get like like Grogu's story as a Mandalorian instead. Either way, like Grogu has a future, I think. So. Yeah, I, I think, and then maybe towards the end of the Mando series at some point, then he, however, he's yeah. able and to he's communicate. between that. like, at the moment, or at least like, if, and if the choice is literal, then, he, then the choice is literally picking between like two very ancient, like mystical in, a, in their own ways, obviously right. Jedi more so. And Mason, like two he, ancient he's orders, the hybrid. essentially, he's like in Doctor, the Star Wars He's like universe. the Doctor Who hybrid, where he's half Jedi, half Mandalorian, yeah, like in terms of his influence. Like, yeah. Because he's a youngling in both, like, right? He's a, you know, he's a foundling or whatever you want to call yeah. it in both cultures. So it's going to be exciting. And it's only, both, it's like only a day Jedi away. From years ago. It's only a day so. away from us because we're a little bit behind in our taping schedule. So um, I think Filoni invented like Tar Vizla, who's like the first Mandalorian Jedi who right. invented the Darksaber, who was both. And he like effectively served as both like he didn't like forego one aspect of or like he foregoed certain aspects but he had like a balance between like being a jedi and being a mandalorian so like maybe that's like grogu's like destiny is he's gonna be like a thousand years later he's gonna do that like i don't know that was always a thing was that like mandalorians used to be like all races and then at some point it just ended up being just humans but like like thousands of years ago mandalorians were every race so it's right mandalorian isn't a isn't a race for as much as it is a creed it's both right. but like the actual okay. like warrior class Interesting. Is just, uh, that's a good point so uh, anything else from this no i yeah. just i'm just a lot of, a lot more excited right now than i was three weeks ago for for the rest of the, that's, for the conclusion of the show yeah definitely a lot of people were like well this was terrible and hopefully yeah, they stuck lovely, around lovely surprise so they got to episodes five and not six great yeah. for, like maybe the show as a whole not great as, for the legend a, of boba a, fett that's for no. sure yeah, it's not great no. if you're if you're a lifelong boba fett fan who's been waiting years for the boba fett story but but i think here's the thing but here's most people like would rather see what they showed us anyway so like we're not really complaying like it's just it's not exactly it's a criticism what we thought but it we're not be, complaining but it's probably better 100 percent. we care more about that i just want to see boba, boba fett flying around killing people he's a bounty hunter and to be fair I, they like, really de- they don't have much of a modern story for what's going on like they have right. an idea of what like like there was a bit more meat on the bones when it was like the flashback stuff but right. they have no meat on the bones of this story for like the modern no, stuff like there's not. no like depth to like no it's like, all it's, original it's been, like five episodes to like just slowly like Right. Like it's like a big like heavy object, and they're like slowly pushing it, right. like to to make the story move faster. Like that's what the story runs like, at least in the modern yeah. uh, era. All right, um, what do you think? 
I we were supposed to talk about this uh, <laughs> thing, and I almost feel like it's anticlimactic. What do I you mean, think? Well, to be, at least, I mean this this episode was is historic. This so. is this was an historic episode. Uh, so like, and by the way, let's talk about a quiz we put on the Facebook page. I know, right? Oh, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's an interesting topic on itself. So, I, but I, to be honest, I kind of want to leave. We've got a good talk about this. Uh, so. Do you want to talk about that real quick? Want to take I a mean, couple I'll minutes? So Matt Johnson helps us with our with the posts on our Facebook page, and he put a quick. Uh, you know, survey on there, which uh, favorite, which is the best MCU solo character trilogy. And the four choices are Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, or Spider-Man. Which of those four is the best trilogy? All right. Can I do what, say one thing? All right. So if you had to say to pick like the five best tier, I think most of us would, would, would you agree with this? Two Captain America movies, Civil War and uh, Winter Soldier. Yep. One Thor, Ragnarok. Yep. The first Iron Man. Yep. And the last Spider-Man movie. Right. Those are the five. So if you're so just doing it based on in... the number of wins. <laughs> yeah. Then, then Cap I would say wins Captain because America. he's got two good, re- really good top tier movies. And I think the worst in the Captain America one is the least worst of like, of, if, if each one has a worst of- movie, it's the least worst of them if that makes sense the, the first iron man is better than the first captain america movie yes um uh, yeah although i think 100%. as origin stories go captain america is a very good origin story but i think a lot of the sequels but they're and other both types of better movies have than the first spider-man movie and the first thor uh well the first the two the, here's the thing thor is like I think Thor is where the talk gets a bit interesting because Thor's first two movies here, along with probably like Iron Man two, are the weakest movies here. Right. Um, but Thor Ragnarok. I think the second is, Spider-Man's pretty Thor weak. Ragnarok is like very. Oh, very you don't like it? Up. I loved. I loved the second Spider-Man. That's just me. Far That's just home. me. Yeah, it's okay. I, did, I did like it. It because it, it just I, I what it ahead, did I'm for sorry. Mysterio. No, you're okay. Uh, what it did for Mysterio for me. I used to hate watching Mysterio. Back in the day when his episode came up for the animated series, they'd be like, no, nah, I'm going to go watch something else. Yeah. Um, that's legit how I watch it. But it, it made Mysterio so much more interesting uh, for me. And it was just cool to see Spider-Man, you know, Peter Parker, Spider-Man just kind of break off into his own and, and start to be not in Tony Stark's shadow, to not, excuse me, to not be in Tony Stark's shadow anymore. He was his own character. I mean, obviously, yeah. he's going to get a lot more of that now, but... Right. When you look at these original, obviously this was your pool. What do you, what did you, what would your have been your choice? It's for me, it's, it's, it's close because uh, between Spider-Man and cap, but I think Spider-Man has been more well-rounded I to, to me. I, like I said, I really enjoyed too. I really enjoyed homecoming and I really, really, really loved no way home. Really loved it. I think no way home is better than all three Captain America films. Potentially, yes. that, that Spider-Man movie's better, right? Yes, it did nostalgia I better. Do, I, those two are close well, in terms of like all three this. movies compared. If you like, did like a baseline, let's, like level of quality. Which one's the worst of the four? Uh, Iron Man. Well, yes. it, well, here, well, here's here's your question. So. It's uh, do you? I, 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 I think it depends if you do you like Thor Ragnarok or or do you like Iron Man more. And the I think character? depending on no, I, no, I think in terms of, like in your oh, rankings, Thor Ragnarok's better than Iron Man. I, I think there's a lot of. I think here's the thing. I agree with you on I that, but I think the there's a ton of people that would say that. that Iron Man's better than Thor Ragnarok. 
I would I, I agree with you, Dad. Yeah, but, but I, I guess but I'm I also a lot of people that think Iron I would Man also is like, like watch Taiki Waititi's car if he if it meant I could hang out with him. Like it's, I mean, that movie's just everything about. There's not a bad scene in that movie. Yeah. I love every. Again, it's easier to come into an established universe. I mean, obviously, Iron Man created the universe in I a would sense. Say we have to, but despite the fact that like Thor Ragnarok might be my favorite film here. Like just for my own personal favorite, not the best, maybe, but like my own like personal. Out of the fave. twelve movies in front of us, you think Thor Ragnarok's your favorite of the? It 12? might be like my favorite, one of my favorites, even favorite. above the new Spider Man. Maybe with the new Spider Man and like Winter Soldier would be like my three there that I like really really like. Uh, but I, but I think like Thor's first two movies are too weak. You know, they're, yeah, they're too weak both, and they, they drag so the rest. I of the, looked at the, this the, like the, when uh, I watched Top down. Chef with my wife and there's four people and they're <laughs> judging the, the three, the three meals that they have to prepare yeah, about chopped, and, or chopped or whatever, yeah. what it is. And they basically sometimes have to make the decision based on the strength of the first meal, yeah. even though maybe the third one was awesome. And this is almost the same thing. And I think I go with cap um, only because not any of those three aren't the best movies on there, but I think they're all they're The three of them are all better than Iron Man two and Iron Man three. They're better than the first two Thor movies. And they're definitely better than depending on the debate. One of the two first Spider-Man's that would be a debate between all of us. Right. So I, I think on the, on average, Cap's movie, movies are all above average. They're not the best, but they're all slightly above average. Here's the, the, the Captain America and Spider-Man So they, they balance out. The, 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 the points yeah. uh, kind of push it up over the top for I me. I would say, like, the Spider-Man and, and Captain America trilogies are kind of in their own conversation. And then, like, Iron Man Captain, and uh, Thor are in their own conversation by right. themselves. Because, like, I'd say, like, the, the, Thor, like the, the average level right. of quality for, like, Spider-Man and Captain America Right. The, the, those three films are like higher than the average one for Thor. And you agree Iron with that, man? man? Say that again. Say that one more time. Sorry. I'd say like that, like the trilogies as a whole for like Spider-Man and Captain America are like, are both a lot better than the trilogies as oh, a whole far for superior. Iron Man and, far and Thor. So like if I had to rank them in order, like I'd say like from best to worst, I think it would be like Cap very, very, very shortly after followed by spider-man then iron man then thor yeah yeah, because the first two thors are so i don't want to say bad but they're so average yeah. that thor ragnarok i can't make up for We're at least like like if like if you had like if it, again it's like three periods of a hockey game if you're down so far i don't care how many goals you score in the yeah. third period you're not catching up and that's really kind of what happens whereas with thor. it's more because like it took iron them too man long is to like, realize what they had with the actor it's yeah it's like if you're you right. yeah, i guess if it's like a hockey game you're like yeah like iron man was like very very good like first <laughs> like, <laughs> iron like, man had a great then, first like period, really really bad seconds <laughs> then like really really bad second and then they did just enough yeah. in the third spider-man tied least... the first two periods and then in the third period they just went crazy where for and, thor it's just two really bad periods and like one final push <laughs> at the end but I, I, they, not quite enough to be so i've compared this to cooking and hockey yes yeah, great great analogy. I'm a genius i'm so amazing so <laughs> so so i guess so you voted for which was your final vote there christian for favorite or to order which one wins uh so, as best <sighs> we narrowed it down to spider-man or cap you know if i'm being honest which one if you had to go tonight which one are you watching 
You know, if I'm being honest, I'm I'm thinking of myself. Oh, it was my favorite. Uh, movie if you're one. going home to watch it tonight, like the like a trilogy, you're gonna watch. You're gonna sit down for six uh, six and seven hours, whatever it takes you. Are you gonna watch seven hours? You're gonna watch three. If, I, if, cat I, if movies, it's my you're own, watch three Spider-Man movies. If it's my own, if it's my own personal interest, yeah, I think I'd probably put on the the Captain America trilogy, maybe. Although now that I'm thinking about it in my head, I think the Spider-Man trilogy might have a better average quality. Now that I'm kind of like like connecting some dots in my brain, I think the quality of the three in the Spider-Man might be a bit I, higher. I think that I'm forgetting about how much I enjoyed Happy. And his love for Aunt May in the second movie. I think movie. I'm forgetting that. I'm forgetting I, I about I actually, some of the stuff now that I'm thinking about. It, I kind of, I'm kind of in my mind as yeah. you were saying that. Also, I shit from seen, the second um, Spider-Man movie started popping up in my head. I didn't like the Mysterio, and I didn't. I, I'm not a big Mysterio. I didn't know the also, character. I haven't seen Homecoming in a while, and I think I'm. I think I'm remembering Homecoming worse than it is, and I think I. Or maybe not worse than it is, but I don't think I'm giving Homecoming as much credit, maybe, as in my got, mind as I, I think like I should. I it took too long for Spider-Man to actually be good at being Spider-Man. I agree with that as well, but, he, but there's but but like Balser, for instance. He's so. kicking Avengers' asses in, in Winter Soldier well, uh, Civil a problem War, with that, that in Civil and then all of a sudden he's like, well, then why is he back down? I'm like, yeah. you know, why did he get to, why is it, why is he suck at, we can't <laughs> fight a guy that's got like hijacked tech. He's like, you know, retired Batman. He can't beat retired Batman very well in the first uh, Spider-Man movie. And I like, <sighs> hmm. See, I'm not real fond of that first Spider-Man because, like, I think the first two Spider-Man movies are are like Homecoming and like Far From Home are good, but they're maybe not like the first two Marvel movies I'd put on. You know what I mean? Or like maybe like there's a lot of other Marvel movies I'd go to first, but I feel the exact same way about Civil War. Right. Okay. What about you? But Matt? I don't. But I. But Winter Soldier and uh, far, and No Way Home are like. Yeah, very high up there for me right. though. So I you? think Winter Soldier is probably the best solo character movie. I uh, think one of them. If so you're, if to you're me, it's of it, yeah. yes. If you're thinking about this, is an interesting point that you're making. If you're thinking of the twelve movies, which movie is the best exploration of the character? I and Winter yeah. Soldier wins hands down. That or No Way Home. Yeah. Well, No Way Home only because, but No Way Home, no way home why, is no way like super, Spider-Man super popular up. because of all the other characters. No, like he and recency bias. Deal with a lot in that episode, I think. Like, yeah. like genuinely, like like Tom Holland Spider Man has to go through a lot of development yeah. as a character in that as well. But so does Captain America with literally like his organization that he's been working the Winter for. Winter Soldier like, Cap has to carry the movie. Uh, no, nah, everyone does well in that movie. But there's, I mean, he does not have. Okay, Tobey Maguire is not in Winter Soldier. I, if you mean like it doesn't William have spectacle, William Defoe is not I, if in. Your idea is that I mean, like it, the it doesn't have the, spectac- the spectacle right. support yes. of that. Well, that's a big part of it. Like the No Way Home is a I agree, huge but no because of spectacle. Actual, I think core. Winter Soldier has to focus cool on well. story like, and loyalty to your friend. Yeah, which which is a big deal. I mean, to be fair, like No Way Home, I know like that a lot of No Way Home is the spectacle, but I think like if you look at narratively for No Way oh, Home, I, like Spider, like it is very much like like dead on and like the heart of oh, Spider Man. I as a don't character. disagree with that at all. So but I would he say has, like, but but Tom Holland has a lot of help where uh, Chris Evans doesn't. Yeah, I, Civil War definitely not because I unless I still to this day like don't even like necessarily like agree with like a lot of like Chris Evans <laughs> is like or like Captain yeah, America's right, like right. ideas I yeah. guess. 
just freaking with that. I'm like, come on, just like, yeah, just go with it, guys. <laughs> and, and he is Joe Biden, so it's kind of it's it's, 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 it's a little bit of a mess there. What do you think, man? What do you got? Anything? Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I, I think I cap because just the two biggest trilogy, you know, two of the biggest MCU films came from that that Captain America trilogy, but Spider Man's great across the board. So Spider-Man's great across the board, a close second. Guardians uh, will probably end with the best. And I and I anyway, think that so I'm gonna blame so. I'm blame Sony. If Sony yeah. would have been less involved with that trilogy, then it probably would have been better. And yeah. then it would be without this, we would even this debate yeah. would have been nothing because Sony uh, Spider-Man would have blew it Plus, all I out. expect Guardians is the probably gonna be the next one that'll have a finished trilogy. Will be the I next hope so. Like, I'm I'm so worried uh, about and that. And I think and I think, but I think, I think that they've kind of taken their time with it, and they're not like rushing to get it out. Like it's been a while to get it out, but they're, they haven't rushed it since like James Gunn's. Been I feel like back. we're hearing too much bickering amongst. You're hearing about too much bickering behind the scenes with some of the cast. But like what? You're, you're hearing that like uh, Bradley Cooper doesn't want to do it anymore. No, and people. The- they're talking about Gunn's already confirmed that everyone's doing. Um, and who, and even if like that's the case, like. Cooper's not on set at all. Right. Cooper and Cooper and and like uh Diesel, like as much as they are like members of the Guardians of the Galaxy, in terms of like the like the on set crew that gets together to right. film Guardians of the Galaxy, Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel aren't part of that. They're not right. a part of that crew. They're, they're not, not part like, of the, they're not the part same, of the family. They're Sorry, not really a part of the family because they're not like family. On set ever. It's all about family. Like Bradley Cooper doesn't even visit set apparently, and like Vin Diesel, like they've very, very rarely ever been on set for Guardians of the Galaxy. They've just typically been right. for like like they're not the stand-ins for their characters at all. No, they're like, not. They have, no, no. What's his face is the stand-in. Yeah, Cracklin's like yeah. as much as he has his own character, and he's the stand-in, he's the for, stand-in Rocket. for Rocket. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I, but I think it's still, it looks out like, I feel like there's, well, you started to say something, Matt, that you were worried about it a little bit. I am, because just, there's just been so much time in between. And, and I felt like yeah, after, like an end game, aside from Rocket, the Guardians just felt very C, B, and C level um, in some instances. I just feel like a, I lot, think of, we're I get think about, a lot of the luster is gone. I think we're going to get, like, get about 20 minutes of them in the Thor movie. Maybe 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. I, I wish we're going to get, yeah. get a little bit at the beginning to launch it. Um, and then that'll kind of give us a where are they now kind of thing. And then we're going to get James Gunn giving us a swan song. I think they said that like a lot of these characters we might never even see again after uh, that, which no, I think no, at that I point, think we can't see all these characters forever. I mean, we, we it, which it, I think these characters it, are in like a good place where like, if they were to like kind of go, like they yeah. make sense that they're like, I oh, are retired now. Like, yeah, Well, or, they're not retired, but we don't necessarily have to see them as much. Like they don't have to be like a right. team anymore. Like, or they right. all kind of go and do their own. Like, well, even, I mean, rocket, Rocket has a, bit a limited about, lifespan like, because he's like we know that he's genetically Adam Warlock and, is like the next uh, villain. They casted him with right. Walter, I think, is right. the guy. Uh, then they got to figure out the Gamora stuff and like all that. So, yeah, so. Uh, obviously, we're going to kind of wrap this episode up. Tomorrow is actually uh, the last episode airs, and yeah, then we're, we're going to try. Yeah. Be, Christian and I try to get back together on Thursday, so we're taping. We wanted to get one. I didn't want to wait until. Well, to talk, like our original idea was like, all right, we, well, we can just talk about the last two there episodes was, of Boba, and they were like, okay, no. podcast. I'm we're like, like, we can't do that. And no. I want to say, well, we're going to skip over the, the most important episode in the history of Star Wars. So I apologize Wars, yeah. for going to Disney, you know, to my loyal. <laughs> How dare <laughs> Actually, you? Yeah, like, but, but you know, not really, because I had all the time. But um, <laughs> um, but we got a lot of things, man. We got to have you back on because I really want to. I really want you to be on again, so you can talk. I want to be on again. When I want to Christian be watches Peacemaker. 
Because I think you've got to be on and talk about John Cena and Peacemaker when we get to it. I just started watching it uh, this past <laughs> weekend. I, I, I've thoroughly enjoyed it so far. So it gets it gets I'm up to whatever the current episodes. Are. I think they've done six so far. Yeah. And I have to tell you, I wasn't sure if I was going to like it. And I got there's a little bit of a lull in maybe the third episode. But I really like where it's headed. And um, um, I, I just I think. They, they're smart enough to not really want John Cena to carry the series. They've created a bunch of other great characters and that's a testimony to the gun that that's what he's so good at. Yes, you absolutely. Know. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up. We'd like to thank Matt. And, and uh, we trust. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and Matt, we trust. I mean, every one of us owes, that's on the podcast precinct, we all owe Matt a debt of gratitude because none mm-hmm. of us, would be doing any of this if it wasn't for Matt's vision to get this started. Uh, every single one of us. I don't know how many of us there are now. What, what about 50 podcasts? Too many. It's, it certainly <laughs> feels like you, it. Too many. Yeah, and and, and uh, everybody should be helping you. We're all trying to help you out a little bit because you've, you've been carrying the weight and, um, but really you've, you've created a, you've created a great thing for so many people. And, Thank um, you. you know, uh, you're our cap. You're our Captain America. That's I appreciate America's that. That's, that's sitting over there. <laughs> I am an ass. Just ask my wife. I am an ass. Um, no, uh, dude, that may, that that means a lot. Even just just saying that, because I don't, you know, I that try, I try, I, I try my heart out <laughs> to just please everybody, and and just be as efficient as I can be. So it, it is nice to hear it every now every once in a while. Yep, we'll be back with the next episode of Mexican Podcast in just a couple of days. So. Come on back.